anyway, I had to go to County Lago, 30 days, and I got out, and my friends, like any good military friend should do, um, said, you want to, like, pay rent or get food? No, let's throw a party and invite whores and, and have a gangbang. Just splice all the other ones together. I should, man. <laughs> hey, welcome back to Four Over the Road, everybody. I'm your host, Punk Rock, and we got Gangbang Dave, who is becoming increasingly uh, upset with our recording software requiring so much internet connectivity to actually be able to record a podcast we've been trying to get this thing to work for like 25 fucking minutes now we could have been been over by now we could have been over by now but right we could have we could have had it we could have that's why we changed it to try this bullshit again dave yeah try this bullshit again dave you know and we were we we had a good run going um we were we were getting ready to talk some shit i think i don't know um but uh, we kind of well, you you brought up we're we're gonna talk about some drama today. Well, and why we don't talk about it? Yeah, we're talking about the lack of drama, and you know, I seen about something because I don't know if other people remember this, but there used to be a page. We'll call it like the OG of like biker club related pages talking. I, I get talking shit um, about clubs that weren't legitimate in the scene. And for the most part, I think all of us that remember that old truth crew page kind of agree. It was like iron order truth crew. And then it was fucking like what like 10 different iterations of the same name of time somebody shut them down and they came back. But like that was some OG Facebook stuff back in the day. And, and for the most part, I think everybody that went there, and I feel like everybody in the scene that connected, I guess, on I don't even think Instagram was around yet at that point. But I feel like everybody that connected at the scene agreed, like, you know, these clubs that they're highlighting on here or these people are fucking leeches of the culture. And I feel like we all kind of universally agreed on that. Then they went away and you've got like your sucker free MCs and your, your MC 101s and your four for the road who have kind of tried to take more of a historic a pro history appreciation approach, uh, a general protocol uh, approach, an open dialect and discussion type approach approach, you know, and that's kind of where, where we're at now. And then lately I feel like there's been a lot of pages like popping up that are either trashing other club, which is fine. Like, I don't, I don't care. I'm not in a club. I find some of it inf- informational. I find some of it humorous. I don't care. Some people obviously do, and that's fine too, but there's been, more of them popping up. And and that's not the point. Like those pages and those, the stuff like that, that's not really the point. The point, or maybe they fucking are. I don't know. We'll see where this fucking conversation goes. But the point is, is like, you know, these pages are popping up. You have Google. You have Instagram. You have face. Obviously, Facebook is still here and stuff like that. Your news and all that stuff. It feels like the late. It feels like the late 80s and the early 90s to maybe the mid 90s in the motorcycle culture MC world again. And I'm not going to put anybody's business on front street, but the violence, the club on club fights, shootings, stabbings, all of that shit is probably at a level that we haven't seen since the nineties. And the nineties are fucking wild. Can you imagine if we had the internet or if we had Facebook and Instagram in the nineties? Shoo. Yeah, we'd probably look a lot more like Australia right now than we would But <laughs> when it comes to bikers' rights. Yeah. And, and I'm not telling you that you shouldn't – look, if you put on that patch and 
what you need to do is to go and take care of business in whatever way you deem appropriate, or another club comes after you to take care of business against your club. In no way am I telling you how to handle that. I'm not even commentating on the right or wrong of that, but it is more prevalent. And we're not speaking on, we're not, like I said, we're not putting business on front street. All you have to do is do a simple Google search from the West coast to the East coast to the South to, I mean, Texas is its own entity. I mean, every area of the United States, there's an example weekly, monthly. Shit's hot. Yeah. I mean, in, I mean, yeah, I take it with a grain of salt too, right? Because the media is going to put their spin on it. But at the end of the day, the action is the action. Exactly. Um, the media is going to put their spin on it, and they are not going to tell the whole story of what led up to this interaction. And sometimes, you know, it's that old school. We very much in this culture believe in that old school tribal mentality and an eye for an eye, a tooth for a tooth. And all. And some people are just straight up fucking bum gang. You know, they care about the gang. I want to, you know, and I, I want to choose my words carefully here because people that listen um, can nitpick what we say because they have time to formulate a thought on how they want to respond after we've already said it. So <laughs> it's, it's important to think about what you're saying as you know, as you're saying it or before you say it, et cetera, because somebody's gonna have a lot more time. They can pause, they can go back, they can they, they can write this shit down, yeah, and, and think you know? of a rebuttal. And 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 so yeah, it's it's always going to be that aspect, and and I think. You know, some people say, well, it's, it's gang culture or whatever. And I think it was you or somebody else that talked about the positive aspects that can come from somebody coming to the motorcycle club world correctly from from a gang mentality or gang lifestyle. Like I see the parallels there that can make somebody a good brother. The caveat to that being you 100 percent have some people that either a can't leave all of that behind or B, they're not looking to transition from that life to the motorcycle club life they're looking to use it as an extension of just being a gangbanger. And that can't be all of what motorcycle club culture is. Some dudes 100% get their rocks off from being a gangbanger. And that's cool. I love that. I'm not here to tell you how to be you. There's dudes with IG handles talking about gangster as fuck 101 on IG, whatever. And that's, that's fine. Like, but there has to be a balance you can't just be here for the violence. And I think there's probably some people that would disagree with that. I think there's some dudes that are just all about the knuckles and blood. Okay, that's fine. But what else are you doing to be a good brother? What else are you doing to preserve your club's history and promote your club's history? What are you doing to attract new membership? Like you, you can pretend like that public image doesn't matter, but it does because otherwise your club goes away. Do you care about attracting all types of people that I think is is – character of different people makes up great clubs or do you just want people that are all like you and i think we have a think tank or a platform to discuss that stuff again i would never and i don't we probably have people that write it for for the road and other pages that would absolutely tell you their opinion is the best way to do it and i i'm not one of those people but i think a discussion has to be had why are we having the fucking amount of violence that we are that we haven't seen in 15 years, 20 years, 25 years. What fucking year is it? <laughs> 30, man. 30. Dude, yeah, yeah. Like you talk about like the well-known publicized shit of the eighties and the nineties. We're almost 30 years past that. Even the early two thousands, we all know what happens in the early two thousands. We're almost 20 years past that. I think, uh, 
I think a lot of this stuff is coming from shit just boiling over, you know, over time. Um, but I think a lot of it is, um, and, and you hear a lot of OGs um, citing the same complaints. Uh, that the Young Bucks, they're not heeding warnings from the OGs that lived through it, that buried, you know, 10, 15, 20 brothers because of doing some silly shit. Um, so, and I guess my rebuttal to that, and, and I don't think I necessarily need to agree with everything. I don't necessarily, what I say might not always be how I feel. It's a, it's another option I want to throw on the table for you and other people. If yeah. I am that Young Buck that wants to get down like that, and the OGs like, I lived through it. You don't want to go down that road. This is what I've learned. And, and this is a better path. Let's just say that conversation is happening. This is a better path. But that young, those young dudes that are out there ready to cut their teeth don't want to hear that. They want to be more on the wild side rather than, than the other stuff. If you hear that older member telling you about their experience in those, in those times, how are you, you know, is there a part of you that's going to be like, yeah, dude, I want to go through that. I want to experience that. That's what I'm down for. I think there's, I think there's part of that, you know, it's part of, well, you know, like I look up to you, I respect you. I know you did the same shit that I'm trying to do and I want to be like you. And that's part of it. Uh, but I think the other part of it is, oh, well, times changed. You know, it ain't like that no more. So like, if I can get in a fight with somebody, you know, that's it. But I mean, nine times out of 10, that's not it. Yeah. And, and I mean, that's, it's, and and like I said, you know, it's it's these these guys not heeding the warnings from the old from the old heads or for the gray beards, whatever you want to call them, right? But it's also them just trying to, I don't know, like you said, prove themselves. Maybe sure. you don't give a fuck. And I'm mean, like, you're also seeing a lot of you're also seeing a lot more people who were in the gang culture, right? They wanted to get out of that for whatever reason. Right. And then they bring that shit to the club culture. It's just like, well, and you, you know, know, I don't do it so long. That's second nature to you now. So that's how you fucking respond to things, regardless of the fact that now you're not, you know, now you're representing an entire nation and not just a block. Not just and, and, and two, like I don't I don't wear a diamond. I don't come from a background in, in, in gangs. So my opinion is going to be different or my, my, not my opinion, but my perspective, the lens through which I view current events is going to be different than a diamond holder is going to be different than somebody that came from a gang culture background. I get that. And we could also argue um, somebody that's been in the life for a long time might say the shit that's going on now isn't near the level that it was in the sixties and seventies, the eighties, whatever have you. And that might also be true. It's more prevalent now because like we said in the beginning, you can Google that shit and have access to every single incident that's happened in the last month. And there's been a few. <laughs> like, I've like, heard of any car bombs yet, so that's good. <laughs> I don't think we can steal um, C4 as easily from construction sites as we used to be able to. Those things are pretty locked down nowadays. Um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, well, but anyway, yeah. You need a like, rag and a lighter, man. But I mean, <clears throat> I've, even, I've, heard, I've heard you only need a rag and a lighter. But even that, like maybe, you know, the old guys would say, you know, we were quicker with our fists or, you know, we settled it in bar brawls or at, at runs or events or, or whatever have you. And now it's it's more guns and knives and, and people don't want to throw fists. I don't know if that's true. I think there's plenty of dudes that are still down to brawl, but I know that that argument does exist. And again, on this podcast, I'm, it's not just my opinion on how I feel about a topic or how Ken feels about a topic, it's different angles to look at it. Like I said, I, I would prefer 
it's a fist fight. But not everybody's going to think like I do. And I can I need to understand and respect that. Uh, I'm not a diamond holder. How I see the violence is going to be or the, the conflict was called conflicts is going to be different than how they see the conflicts. And I understand that this is merely meant to be a conversation platform, which, you know, kind of switching gears, but hopefully it, I can bring it together without rambling. Platforms like this is a platform. Yeah. Four for the road is a platform. Sucker free MC is a platform. Your IG, anybody's, is a platform. And I think there has to be. You can say, "Well, I don't give a fuck about this," and and who cares what other people think, and and who cares about what what they say or this person says or this person this this page published. Like, who cares about any of that? I don't pay attention to it. And I get that. And there's definitely truth in that. But I also think there's a responsibility if you're going to use your platform to give an opinion on something, to, to be responsible with it. And you can, if you want to be as wild as fuck with your opinion, and I don't know, you want to be on sucker free and call people racist, <laughs> that's fine. But if there's consequences from that, you have to accept that because you put it on your platform. So no matter big or small, if you have a platform, I think you do need to be a little bit responsible or at least cognizant of what you're putting on it and, and what the good or bad could be from that. Well, I mean, so with with stuff like uh, using other uh, other platforms as an example, a lot of them write behind pen names, um, and that's not a shot. You know, it that's just that's that's just reality. You know, there's, we have there's, dudes that that use pen I mean, names, we, and I get that. We used to, right? I mean, I mean, I still go kind of, I still go by punk rock, right? Like that's now apparently like my my fucking nickname now. It's just the thing. Um, but like I post my face on the Instagram, I do lives, I do I put my address and phone number on there. If you don't like something I if you don't like something I said, call me. That's the second time, ladies and gentlemen. Second time I've seen him post his fucking address and cell phone number. And neither time did the dude fucking run up or respond in kind. But you know, back to my point. <laughs> but um it, it kind of shields them. From that, and I noticed that a little bit as well when we were working on the other page, is that you kind of had that that license to say some whatever the fuck you wanted to because nobody knew. Yeah. Right. Every now and then there might be a fucking gym. I say as as the internet that's that's few and far between, and it gets. I feel like as the internet has expanded, though, dudes are really good with what they can do with a little bit of information, and it's all of a sudden like you think you're anonymous. And the next minute, people have like your IP, your home address, your mail, you know, your PO box you set up, your club nickname. <laughs> they got like yeah, they know your kid's name. Like dudes are are yeah. I mean, like there's that, there is that dude who is running their mouth to uh, a mutual friend of ours, um, talking about you know threatening his family and stuff like that. And I sent him because he lives uh, in a different state, and I'm not gonna fucking ride like 4,500 miles or wherever the fuck it is. Uh, however far it is in that direction. Um, I sent him four pounds of finely shaved glitter um, that was doused in a, like that fart scent. And then like, as soon as he opens the box, it's got like that fan that blows it all over the place. Yeah. Uh, And like you said, that was just a cursory Google search. And 20 minutes later, I had his address. No. I mean, by the way, that was the best 60 bucks I ever spent in my life. And so, you know, I kind of wondered too, like, you know, we started off talking about something like the Iron Order Truth Crew and how they used to like, 
uh, you know, they used to put a spotlight on dudes that weren't legit or clubs that were just fucking up the scene or dudes that were club hopping and stuff like that. And, and, and I don't ever want to do that. That's not my lane. Um, I, I am not, I don't think I'm high enough on the pecking order of clubs at all. Since I don't wear a patch anymore to like even begin to like be judge, jury and executioner. I know what I don't like. Um, I know it's not tolerated in my territory, but it does that mean that's a universal thing? No. So, so I don't want to go down that route um, with four for the road. If somebody else did, and that's what they choose to, to publish on, on their time. Um, but the fact, those pages, like I said, they're popping up probably more frequently than we've seen in the last, uh, again, I've, I'm getting fucking old. I forget how old Iron Order Truth Crew was, but let's say it's been 10 I years. I don't know if that's, I don't know if that's accurate or not, but let's just say it's been 10 years. Um, you know, the amount of pages that have popped up in the last few months compared to like what it was back then. And I wonder, do they serve a purpose? Maybe they do. Uh, it's probably good information for people to have. Does it cause more chaos or violence in the community? I don't have the answers for that. Uh, are people more aware of what's going on? Maybe are they telling the truth? You know, that is, is subjective. I guess if you're the club that they're exposing or, or, or whatever, then you probably have your side of the story. If you're another club in the community and you believe that, then you probably think that they have their facts dead on. And I think the rest of us are somewhere, the rest of us are a somewhere in the middle trying to just form an opinion and B shouldn't get in the middle of it at fucking all. <laughs> like, that's, like if you're not part of club A or B or, or somehow related to that, that B for that drama internet or not, the best thing you can do is go about your merry fucking way in a different direction because we have seen very real that that stuff can spill over into real life. And it is. And, and again, in no way would I let or want for, for the road to put somebody's business on front street like that. Other writers might, and that's again, their prerogative, but I don't want to. And, and, and I'm not going to, you can simply Google motors. I don't know what motorcycle violence and, and you'll get us shit within the last week. Multiple yeah. incidents, and that's where we're at. And to me, it's it's a it's it seems like my opinion. It seems like a crazy time to be wearing a patch, and I don't mean that in a bad way. I'm just like it's it's a chaotic time, and obviously those times they come and they, they go, they have and they, have and they flow. See, for for me, I just uh, I'm I'm not really a, a violent guy. You know, like I'd rather I'd rather sit down and talk to you about why you have a fucking problem with me. Um, but if the other guy doesn't agree with you, if the other guy doesn't want to and he just shoots you, you're still a statistic. Now we'd be like, damn, man. Yeah. Like, I don't want to end up on a T-shirt either. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but, but like, you know, for me, like I'm saying for me, like I'm not going to approach you with violence off rip. Like mm -hmm. I'm going to sit down and be like, hey, bro, look, like I don't know if this is a misconception or if I heard something wrong or whatever, I want to hear from you because you were the person who I was told said it or did it or whatever. What's going on? So, then, so let, me, let me caveat to you on that. that. Let you me know? throw you a question like, then out of that. Sorry, so we talked about the, the media and the media. Nothing is all good. Nothing is all bad. I think the media in some forms, whether that's the news, whether that's other internet pages, whatever, I think that some of them don't acknowledge the fact that they have a responsibility to report things objectively. And, and so does the media make it worse with the way they report incidents 
fights, violence, whatever you want to call it, between clubs, when they – I feel like they paint it too broad. They use a very wide scope usually to describe this violence, and, and it makes it almost seem like it's everybody. Or or if they talk about a specific club, they make it seem like it's everybody in that club. And I would still argue that while we seem to see more conflict than we have in a long time, it is still a small microcosm of the amount of dudes that are wearing patches. Even in the clubs that are that are having conflict, if you look at their membership numbers and the amount of incidents that they're that they're fucking in, I mean, it's like a COVID debate. Yeah, yeah. The numbers are, are the numbers are, are small. The chances are are still small, but it's we and we've said it before. It's fucking sexy to pick up on this and publish it, and you're going to get a lot of clicks on your news site. And for you, do you think that internet pages? Uh, you know which ones we don't like, and 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 regular news companies. Do they have a responsibility to report more accurately? To follow up? Like, should they do more in-depth investigations? Like, what the fuck is the answer other than this broad stroke? So, I'm going to do my best to keep this short uh, so, because this is something that I'm really passionate about. You can talk. We got. We're only at 20 minutes. Talk. Yeah, yeah we're only at 20 minutes. Fuck it. Here's my 40-minute rant. Uh, <laughs> no, um, no, absolutely. I think... Um, we all, if, if, if people are looking at you for information and or education, uh, talk about four for the road, talk about any other protocol, history, tradition site out there, the news media, the mainstream media, even the, even the non-mainstream guys, you have a responsibility to educate, proper edu- properly educate people on what's actually the standard, what's actually going on. Hang on, wait. Can I say, can I, wait, 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 wait. Before you ramble, can I say one thing? Yeah. I hate, I hate the phrase education, and and I know that there are dudes that don't wear patches that are getting an education from from learning from people that are in clubs that come on four for the road, sucker free, MC one hundred one, whatever. That and there's education that takes place. Yes. I hate that because it makes me feel, and just me, it makes me feel pretentious. I just like a free flow of ideas. Like I want to say a topic that I want to talk about a topic that I'm passionate about. Like you're not the, like we're not professors, no pun intended with Professor Blade, (laughs) but like, we're not like qualified experts to give this information. That's not what I'm saying. Right. So so when I say the word educate in relationship to what we do at four for the road and what other people do at other sites, it's just a different way of saying things. Right. Because Mm -hmm. I can, um, you and I have, have had this happen to us multiple times. You've been trying to tell me something about like, nah, bro, it's, it's, it's A, B and C. And I'm saying, nah, man, C is after B and B is after A, but you're saying the same, we're saying the same thing. We're just not understanding each other. No, we I, I, now get back opinion. on your rant. Yeah, we give our opinion, how we, mostly how we speak, right? I mean, I, I just write how I speak. I don't really fucking like edit that shit. I just kind of, I just kind of run it, but we have that fucking responsibility to give the right information in the right manner without all the fucking buzzwords because we're representatives of this community. You know, regardless of how you feel about somebody, um, if they ride once a month or if they ride every fucking day, like everybody knows there, there's, there's a person on another site. I tried to fight. I was like, bitch, I'll be at your fucking doorstep three days. And I was there, but he didn't fucking, he wouldn't, wouldn't unlock his fucking gate. 
even though I don't respect him, he still has people that come over to his platform for education or education, opinion pieces, whether it's just, they just want to validate their own opinions by listening to the bullshit that he wants to fucking spew. You know, we still have that responsibility collectively as part of the media that to, to do this the right fucking way. And unfortunately, what some people believe is the right way isn't lining up with other people. Uh, it's what why you saw a giant exodus and the creation of Four for the Road and what it is today. I know that's because we were all racist. Well, I'm trying to be the bigger person here. <laughs> you know, they they want to take shots. That's fine. Uh, I'm I'm 100% finished with that. He wants to take so, shots. That's cool, man. He can so call me a racist all he fucking wants. He can call me a piece of shit. And he can say that I don't fucking ride whatever. That's cool. You know what? I've fucking ridden on both fucking coasts of this goddamn country. Oh, three of them, actually. I've ridden on three fucking coasts in this country. And I've ridden with thousands of motherfuckers across this fucking country. So he can go Adolf, ahead and say Adolf, that I'm Adolf, racist. Come down. Adolf, oh, no. Come down. Nine... But no, he can fucking run around. He can say I'm a fucking racist. He can say that I don't ride. He can say I don't do this. I don't do that. That's fine. You know, at hey, least I'm Adolf, you're off topic. Mm, yeah, I am. Bring it back but at least I'm taking gonna... my responsibility seriously in providing decent fucking coverage of whatever the fuck it is here in, in a manner where people can understand. I think a, a common person can understand. We're not trying to use big fucking words and... Hey, you so, know, so do you think that down to Google later? You know, hey, do you think that flame? I guess, I guess we'll call them flame pages or, or spotlight pages. That are they just? Again, I don't know the right terms to use here, but are they just in good? Are they just in good fun? Uh, are they responsible for? Do they have? A, are they? Is some of the burden theirs for the violence that goes on? Was the violence already there, and they're just? talking about different things are they are they the reason that it's prolonged yeah i guess okay before you answer my opinion i think it's somewhere in the middle i think that if i say that they're responsible for it that's giving the internet too much credit and i hate to do that i think that people have to be internally responsible self-responsibilities they have to be accountable self-accountability um for their own actions but at the same time, I do think that there's an influence with my generation. I'm, I'm, you know, I'm 35. Uh, generations, you know, that have come after me, not before me, but after me. So the younger, younger people. I do think there's a part that's influenced by what they see in the media, and and, and internet is the media, and I think that can hype you up. And so I think the answer, I don't have it, but it's somewhere in the middle between yes and <laughs> between yes and no, which I think is like a really like. It's like a politician thing to say, like, yes or no. But again, it's not that I don't have an opinion on it. I don't think that my opinion is what this platform should be about. I don't think I should come on here and be like, look, man, that shit's stupid. And this is why people are getting shot or whatever the fuck. Like, it should just be a discussion about the responsibility. And hopefully the five people that listen to the show will also have that discussion about responsibility. And it's it's just another thing that the MC community can think about or maybe nobody thought about now now we are i mean I, that, that's one of the big things that i like about this is that we can share an opinion piece or we can share opinion on, here on this podcast and it's been really well received for the most part that like my opinion belongs to me it doesn't represent the collective of four for the road 
as a staff or as individuals or as their clubs. Um, and it goes for the individuals that are in clubs as well. Um, but to, to answer your question, my opinion on that is, is very much, um, it, it's similar to yours that it's, that is a gray area. Um, so if you're, you're starting up a flame page that just likes to poke fun at fucking everything and it's lighthearted, it's funny, whatever, cool. But when you're consistently slamming one club or, you know, like three clubs, um, you know, that's, that could be a problem. And I think it really depends on the dynamic between the guy who's in a club running that page, if he is in a club, and the clubs that they're talking about. Outside of that, so so I feel like, you know, I've been like trying to be neutral, right? And like not go opinion based. And I feel like this is going to like set me up to get caught, to get hassled or whatever. But sometimes, here we go. I'll find a way around it. Sometimes these pages have very accurate and on point information and they have, an, a, they have a viewpoint that I may very strongly agree with and they're not wrong, but they're highlighting for other trolls and, and other clubs and everything else, inner club business. Now, is it, again, it's the internet, so they should just be able to do that. Or is it the responsibility of the club that's getting called out to do better housekeeping and, and take better care of its members or get rid of trash members and stuff like that? And again, or again, is the answer somewhere in the fucking middle? You absolutely should be running a tight ship as a club, but to ex- no club is perfect. If you think your club is perfect, you're fucking wrong. Like every club has gone through stages where they've done something that they wish they could take back for their club image. And, you know, my club forever, forever, my club is absolutely the way that you should feel. But also now that your club has had mistakes, growing pains, they've tripped up and stuff like that. And maybe they're now the coolest, greatest, most awesomest club in the whole world. And that's so dope. I'm happy for you. But that's never in the history of motorcycle clubs been the entire case forever. And so is it just funny until your club's in the hopper and then it's not funny anymore? Or does it... Is it something that everybody should be made aware of all the time? Do we have a right to that information because we're all involved in the motorcycle scene, motorcycle MC clubs, cultures, or is it none of our fucking business and only that club should be dealing with it? I really don't think that those those kind of pages should exist anyway. Um, just just my personal opinion, you know, like I'm not going to tell anybody that they're fucking wrong or how to fucking do their business. I'm just saying, like me personally, I would never create one. For the simple fact of, you know, or participate on one um, because, A, you don't know who's running that page first off. So we'll start there. I don't know who's running this page, who they're affiliated with or who they're part of. They belong to. Um, so, A, I don't want to start drama there. B, they shouldn't. I don't understand the want to cause fucking drama. Period. Like, dude, I get I have enough fucking stress as it is. Between, you know, my, I got, dude, I got two kids. I got two dogs that don't listen. My wife don't listen. My, my, you know, I got a bunch of people at work that don't listen. I don't need that added stress when I'm out here trying to just fucking unwind and enjoy my time. I think that running the page, running a page like that would stress me the hell out. And having people bombard you with, with stories of what they know in their area or even factual or made up or or picture proof and, 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 and hard copy evidence and everything else great i just think that would be a ton of just bad not bad karma but just bad vibes like just 
You're, you're, dealing, you're dealing all day long in negative energy from maybe a couple of clubs or whoever's in, who's ever in the spotlight at that moment. Like you're dealing with all this negative energy. And it's even like you look at cop clubs. Like it's fun to flame cop clubs. But if I was, if that was like my whole existence on a page to, to like flame these cop clubs, I feel like that would just bring you down mentally to constantly be negative. And maybe I guess you feel like you're doing a good service for the community and you're promoting the, the virtueness of the, of the MC community. I could get that, but God running one has to be, like you said, it has to be stressful and, and just a negative atmosphere, but I will flip on, on that uh, differ from you. I like that they're there. Um, I don't really, I follow them. Um, sometimes I'll share with other people behind and like talk about, you know, Hey, I'm guilty of that. Yeah. I would never put it on my, I, I would never put it on my Facebook or my IG page. I would never put it on four for the road. I would never put it on this podcast, but I do, you know, for me personally, I like that they're there and I like seeing some of the stuff that that comes out. Um, even though it's absolutely none of my fucking business. So I'm guilty of like, it's like, it's a some soap. Of them I agree with you. Some of them I agree with you. Um, and, and by some of them, I don't mean pages. I mean, situations. Um, you know, like what with uh, with what's uh, no, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna use names. Yeah, no, but, not, nothing on front yeah. street. I'm just, it's just a joke. No, 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 no. I, I knows what's out there. Everybody um, knows what's out there. Myself, shut the fuck up, punk rock. Um, but no, nah, man, I just, I personally, because because I have this dumb fucking dream that I know will never happen. That there will be as close to what we could call peace from coast to coast sometime in my lifetime i know it's a dream i know it probably won't happen because even even tragic says you're drunk and i guess I, you know what maybe maybe <laughs> you timestamp that he probably wouldn't care but but maybe we'll ask him timestamp and then we'll ask him all uh, right go ahead you know even he said and, and not specifically about any clubs but he just said i think that when you get a group of men, and i'm gonna butcher this quote but you know basically when you get a group of men alpha high testosterone high performing you know if you want to use the term alpha men or whatever alpha males in a in a group like that and make it tribal because being in a club with your patch and your colors and your brothers very much is tribal there's going to be friction there's always going to be there's conflict is never going to go away and you know i think that the optimist and the the love the love flowing hippie part of us might say well man i wish we could just fist fight each other or whatever but i don't know if that's realistic in 2021 or whatever fucking year it is um, but like, I think tragic, you know, I'd said once before, like the idea of a group of hard charging, you know, big dick energy dudes in a, in a tribal setting like that is always at some point going to have conflict. What can we do? Not, not us only for, for the road, but what can the motorcycle scene do to make it as, as easy as possible to avoid major blowups. I think that's the best thing that you can hope for is how to avoid major blowups. And I don't even we're know if that's going. possible. We're, we're not going to, because when you, when you look at it, right, there's the, the whole, I, and I fucking hate using this kind this kind of way to speak, but like, you know, you have an alpha type personality, heavy community. Um, the big blowups come from perceived lack of respect. Right. So, and, and I say perceived whether. Hey, hey, wait, 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 wait. I think you made a great point, and I want to highlight it real quick before you move past it. Uh, lack of respect, showing respect for whatever 
the norm, the standards might be for the motorcycle club um, scene, that area, whatever, I think is one of the biggest things that causes this conflict. But I think the media wants to spin it like bikers are easy rider and we're all pushing drugs across country and the, the, the fights for territory or bottom rockers or, or just don't come in my area is because of this, this empire that people are trying to push. And are some dudes doing that? Sure. There's fucking doctors and accountants that are slinging dope. Is that the majority of the motorcycle club culture and the majority of the reason why dudes get into scraps? No, 100% not. But they don't report that. They're not like, hey, Tommy and Mike just had big dick energy and Tommy stabbed Mike. They, <laughs> that'll no, never they, show up in a headline. You know like, I've seen fights start over some shit as dumb as um, two fucking veterans. One dude was a Marine. Oh, they gay anyway. They, they should fight. Well, yeah. Well, they weren't vet clubs. They were, they were just veterans in, other, in, in a club. Uh, in two different clubs. But I seen a fight start because this dude was in the Marines. This other dude was in the Air Force. And this, uh, this dude in the Marines, when he was fucking like 12 years ago, when he was in Iraq or Afghanistan, he was calling for fucking air support or something like that. And the Air Force took like 30 seconds longer than he was expecting. And then when he started running his mouth about the Air Force, the Air Force dude took offense to that. And then some back and forth happened and then some shit happened. So like that's how little this shit can fucking start with. Yeah. But back and to my point, like, I think a lot do, of it, it started with perceived lack of respect. Do you as a page, do you as a, as a if you're going to, a news outlet, a legitimate, the fucking Wall Street Journal or whatever, mm-hmm. and a, a page that's going to spotlight this stuff or a, a flame page, do you have a responsibility then? If you're going to already publish this stuff, do you have a responsibility to go more into the weeds? And if you do... Then, and this is almost going to make me fucking vomit, is Insane Throttle legitimate? Because he will put out some investigative stuff. Now, I think he does it because he can put patches on his little JPEG thing or whatever it's called that shows up on his on his YouTube. And people want to click on that because they see a recognized patch. And he can oh, use it to sell bullshit. And, and he can sell his, his, his other 99% of his stuff that's bullshit. But he will investigate into the weeds and, and is there a, is there a need for somebody to do that? I think he is. I hate it. And it makes me want to vomit because I think he's trying to profit off of that. I don't think he's doing it for the good of the community. And that's where I hate it. But is there a need for somebody to, to do it genuinely? There's somebody so much like, so that's what I fucking miss about, hearing stories about back in the day about new shit right because like now if you want to hear some shit from the right you got to go to fox news if you want to hear some shit from the left you go to msnbc or cnn right like the, you, you pick a fucking direction that's where you're going to fucking hear what's going to validate your fucking opinion no. but way back in the fucking day they didn't have that there's this dude that just sat there and then read the facts and then let you fucking decide what was right or wrong or whether it was good or bad and i think that that needs to happen with these pages, but am, am I a fucking paid employee of these fucking pages? Fuck no. I don't make a dollar off of this shit. I don't fucking, I don't want to drive people to his site or anything like that because he does the same shit. He has opinion pieces. And I know for a fact, he's not riding across country to fucking like talk to the dudes involved. He's not talking to people that know the people that were involved or anything like that. No, he's, he's running freedom of, he's, he's running freedom of information acts. He's doing, he's doing that. Right. So he's taking that and then 
the pieces that don't line up, he's throwing his fucking opinions in there. Or somebody's feeding him some bullshit because, like, Club A got fucking harassed and a bunch of them got arrested because Club B fucking was just at a bar. And then that caused some fucking drama. So now you got some super supporter from Club A fucking be like, oh, no, it was Club B dudes. They're fucking paying the cops because none of them were fucking arrested. Okay, cool. So now you're fucking shitting on an entire club with no fucking evidence backing up these fucking claims. But hang on, hang on, hang on, hang Wait, 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 hang on. I think you're doing two different things. No, I think you're doing two different things, though. Like, yeah, that's one aspect of it. But what about when he legitimately has evidence or freedom of information, police reports, whatever. And then, yes, you know, you do have the A and B clubs that will obviously call him, inbox him, email him, whatever. But when he does his investigative thing, let's just say it's legitimate. Put your feelings aside. Let's say he's got legitimate, good information. Is there a need for that to be published? If all the other shit is, if everything else is going to exist, should that also be a need? Or is it like where all of it should go away because nobody's business should be put out there because that's just not what the MC culture should be about. Um, but it's not going to go away. So should it exist? Like there's just this paradox. Like there's just this, this paradigm that we kind of exist in where it's like, what's it is the right, right? It's, it's kind of damned if you do, damned if you don't. Sure. And it's, it's hard for me to not separate my opinion from this. Um, not about him, but about like stuff like that in general. Because like you said, we should be broadcasting all this bullshit for everybody, right? Well, so like, and I'm going to say right now, like, like to look critically at four for the road, I would not have taken part in, and I didn't, the one man's trash episode. I think there were some really good points in there, but I think it got, to me anyway, my opinion, it felt like it got a little bit personal, and that's not what I want to do for four for the road. However, four for the road is a platform with like 12 people on it, and other people that that read, follow, listen, whatever, should also be able to give their opinions. And I think that if they want to talk in that format, they should be able to. Yeah, and that's and that's one of the things I love being about this place is we don't always have to agree. Um, we don't always have to look at things from the same way or think that the same shit's cool or fucking agree. We don't have to agree all the fucking time. And I'm cool with that, and I love that. And I love being part of something that has this free exchange of ideas because if we don't fucking exchange ideas and actually listen to process what the other person's fucking telling us, we're not growing. And if we stop growing, then our existence is fucking pointless. No. But back to back to your question, though, is do I think that there's a need for that? Um, it's kind of a yes and no. I, I don't believe that we should put business out there like that we shouldn't be discussing the intricacies of what led up to what the action was and then what the fallout is or what the perceived fallout might be but at the same time we do need those those pages like that as long as you know to do the right job that to fulfill that responsibility honorably because the media the, the mainstream media fox news cnn msnbc fucking pick one they're going to spin it however the fuck they want to spin it they want to say biker bad all of them are gang members fucking run them off the road but then we have these couple of articles that are ran by bikers or these couple of sites that are ran by bikers saying hey look that's not really what happened um yeah there was a scrap you know what it just happened to be that these two dudes are in motorcycle clubs but it found you know come to find out the scrap 
was because dude in club a, his wife was stepping out on him with this dude in club B. So the fight started over this cheating wife, not because there's fucking territory issues or anything like that. Well, it just some of it. Yeah, you're you're 100% right. And some of it is I wear patch A, you wear patch B. I saw you at a restaurant, bar, gas station, whatever, stoplight, and I hit you over the head with something. I shot you, whatever whatever the case may be. That's also happening. That's not front street. That's nobody's you know specific club that's, business that's, that's a google, google information yeah and you know should people be talking about that and you know i say no but pages are going to do it anyway um and then you know let's say you know here's an example that we can use that that everybody knows about and and i'm not going to say the club you already know the club but lil dave People have brought him on to their their shows or their podcast to give his fucking opinion on on whatever he wants. Okay, now I don't care what side of the fence you're on with that, but every one of those programs that he's been on is monetized. They're trying to make money from their podcast, and that is the appeal to bring him on. Now, I'm not saying that those podcasts are, that he's been on are bad. I'm not even giving an opinion on him. It's not my fucking business. Let me say that again. It's not my fucking business. But all of those platforms that he's been on are trying to get you to watch and put something out there that you're going to drive traffic to because they're trying to make money. Now that might not be motorcycle culture related. Yeah. And some of them are he's hit a couple of, he's hit a couple of biker shows, but I think out of like eight that he's been on, like two, three have been like biker shows. The rest are, you know, like I, I listen to one of them pretty religiously. I'm not going to fucking put them out there like that, though. But, you know, it's a, it's a Latin culture thing. And it's it's something that I listen to so I can kind of stay in touch with home because I fucking miss my home. But like, I mean, we shared it in our chat. We were listening to it. And it's just kind of like, man, like these dudes don't even ride. Let well, alone culture. Why the fuck are they doing an interview on? Uh, hang on, I don't know. Like, I don't... Doing, my personal opinion here. He, Lil Dave, was running around trying to get anybody to fucking listen that would listen, because chances are, just like me, you know, this white boy from Dago, chances are there's going to be a biker or two that listens to this fucking this podcast or this radio show or whatever. And uh, you know, uh, put him aside. His his situation is what it is and people can have opinions on that and that's great now let's 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 exit him from the conversation but using that example those podcasts again are trying to make money and that is a scenario situation drama whatever yeah. that is going to create revenue for them and so i get why even non-biker related content, even, you know, that that's might be somehow, you know, there's a cross connection to the culture, to those other ones he's been on. I can see why they want to bring something like that on their shows. And I get that. And, and so I guess it's hard to say, okay, you know, and, and certainly I have no position to do it, but I can't go, okay, this site is legitimate. This site is bad. This site is good. This site is bad. Like, you know, I've said before, there's dudes that I, that I don't know, they still are. But there's dudes that were on Sucker Free that I thought were really good dudes. Like, uh, you know, Preach was my only my only issue and stuff like that. And same thing with, like, MC101. I really liked the platform where people could share ideas on that platform. I just didn't like, like, one or two people that were on there. 
And, and, and so I would never like group that in. And I think it's the same thing with, with these pages. There's some pages that I enjoy. And I think there's some that are, that are kind of trash, but if you're going to let one section exist, do you need to let them all exist? And we're not going to like, ex they can exist anyway. We're not going to start shutting them down, but I guess if anybody listens to this, that, that's doing that other shit, like, I don't know, I guess think about the responsibility that you have. And if you feel that your responsibility is to, to put business on front street so that other clubs are aware of the, the nonsense and the bad eggs and the, and the bullshit. Okay, fine. Um, if you think that your responsibility is to not do that and, and, and maybe you don't want to promote that kind of stuff anymore, then I could certainly pr understand and respect that too. I think if you're, you're, you know, again, just personal opinion here, if you're going to do something like that, if you're going to report on current events that are going on in the motorcycle club culture, you have an extremely important and fragile duty to make it 100% non-bias given just the facts that the public needs to know. You don't need to put everybody's fucking business out there. I don't need to know where this dude fucking lives. I don't give a fuck what his wife's name was. I don't care about any of that. Sticks to the fucking facts of the incident. And that's it. Yeah. Don't give and, your opinion on it. I don't care about your opinion. And that's why I don't watch mainstream news anymore anyway. And, and I think well, I got to look at fucking seven, eight, ten fucking news sites before I can form a yeah. actual opinion on something. Be that. Be that neutral motherfucker that just says, hey, dude got stabbed at this bar. Don't know why. Fucking here we go. Don't try to connect the fucking dots on your own looking like old boy from it's always sunny right just cracked out of your fucking house in your basement Still yeah look at, i mean like some of that information that they, they put out is is good information to have um yes I will sometimes the community needs i don't know, needs to know but but the community can know um if you're a club that's going to have law enforcement in it now, without giving you my opinion, don't do it um, on having cops in your club. Uh, you know, that's a huge debate that I think people will always say, well, Club A had had this in their club up until 2000 and whatever. And Club B did this and Club C did that. And, and OK, we got that right now. Kind of the current thing is that it's not an accepted practice tomorrow. That could fucking change because that's the history of culture. You don't have to like it, but the history of MC culture has always been evolving and changing and we don't know what tomorrow is going to look like but right now most people say don't have cops in your club okay and and so if you do that might be good information for the community to know i'm not going to talk shit about your club at least on this podcast but but i might not go to that party anymore or you know might stop associating with that club or or whatever. I and mean, there's clubs that have cops and there's LE clubs and, and shit like that. Go go join one of those and, and do your thing. But you know, sometimes I'm I'm happy to have that information. But if you're using it to incite violence, to keep fights and, and stuff going, to keep shooting, stabbings, brawls, whatever up, that I have a problem with. And who's to say where the line is? I'm not the expert. Oh, well, I didn't mean for you guys to get in a fight when I put out that information. I just wanted the public to be aware. Okay. You know, that's where yeah, I would. And that's, why, and that's why it's easier just to stay away from all that shit. Yeah. Cause yeah. I would look funny I mean, as, trying as, to say, as far as like, I mean, I'll agree with you there. I think there should be almost like sex offenders, man. If you got cops in your club, we need to know about it. 
there's a registry. You know? I don't know that I would necessarily. I mean, I don't like cops, but I mean, pedophiles is a bit much. But okay, fine. There's a registry. But, you know, hey man, I'm worried about my. I'm, I fear for the safety of my dog. Okay, but <laughs> but but no, I, th- I think okay, cool stuff like that. I can side with you on there. Hey, did you know that fucking club A, B, and C they have fucking cops in the club? Cool. Now you got to take a step back. What's different? What what defines a cop? Because if you ask some guys, right? Some people they say, oh no, no, correctional officers aren't cops, you know, because they just work in the jail. They can't go out in town and arrest anybody. So it's okay, cool. You have to have arresting powers for this specific individual in this specific club to qualify as a cop. Other people, they don't give a fuck. A badge is a badge. Oh, you're a fucking armed security guard with a duty to report. Thanks for your support, man. But get the fuck out. You know, there's other people like that. Um, where do you draw the line there? You yeah, know, what, yeah, what, is, you're right. what the fuck do you call a cop? And then yeah. I know motherfuckers that go so far as to say, like, a badge is a badge that they won't allow firefighters in their club because yeah. in their dress uniform, they wear a badge. And and it's just like what we said to to preach. I have my values and, and who I want to kick it with. And your club values and what your bylaws allow is all that matters for you. And if I don't like how you see the world, I'm not going to seek membership or hang around or support your club. I want to move it down the road until I find that fit that aligns with me, whether that's supporting or being a part of or whatever. I'm going to keep it moving until I find what I like and where I fit in and, and where I gel at and, and, and like the atmosphere. If you you know, you don't like people of a certain color, fine. If you don't like firefighters, fine. It doesn't bother me a bit what your requirements are. And and I mean, that's kind of off topic from what we're talking about, but that's just, you know, again, it's kind of a follow-up to that. Like, I don't give a shit what your requirements are. You shouldn't change them for anything unless it's a club vote to change something. Other than that, do you. Yeah, there's definitely things that need to be updated from time to time. And but 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 really do they? If they're working for the fucking club? If the body doesn't want change, then no, they don't. If the body yeah. wants change, then yes, there needs yeah. to be a look. But until love, then, no. I love your point of view on it. You're like, hey man, like I'm not gonna tell you what to fucking do. I don't agree with it, so I'm just not gonna fuck with you. And it's and like, again, we're off topic. We're off topic, but maybe yeah. we're on maybe we're maybe we're on topic because we get people, and I've seen them in the inbox, on the page, other pages, on flame pages, that they didn't like something about the club that they were in. And they thought that the club should either change for them or accept whatever their position was instead of the club as a whole. The club as a whole is bigger than you. And and they couldn't accept that. And so what they did is they left, they started a revenge club. And some, you know, there's there's splinter clubs out there that are legitimate. I'm not bad-mouthing all spinoff clubs or whatever the, the fucking term is, but you know, they, they got out there and they kept bad mouthing that club. And all of a sudden they brought an issue to a new club that they joined or, or created this club to cause issues or whatever the case may be. And now we have problems because, you know, I'm sure it's always been around, but now it's more prevalent because we can see it in real time. You can Google the shit out of it, Instagram the shit out of it and see people that were unhappy with a club. were unable to be that man call it what you will, that man, and just be like, look, you guys are fucked up. It's not for me. I'm going to leave and and go somewhere else correctly. They did shit backwards, and they created an issue, and they wanted beef, and they wanted, 
for lack of a better term, they wanted conflict. And and now some of us are, you know, some of these clubs are, are in that situation now. And I guess there's so many, that's just one example. By no means is that all of them, but it's just kind of like part of what causes conflict. There's lots of different reasons for conflict. We've already went over most of them. You know, something I love talking about, like with, with Jace, Jace is a good, a good example. Like he talks about clubs and, and riding and, and, and his, you know, desire not to be a part of that. And, and most of the crew that he rides with not to be a part of that. And some of the issues they've had with clubs or, or some of the reasons why they don't want to do club stuff. And, and he has, a, the reason I bring him up is just, he has a really great take on it that even as a club person, you would have to respect because of the way he says it and articulates it. But yeah. is yeah. the violence that we're the uptick that we're kind of seeing right now, is that going to cost us members? Like, are we shooting ourselves in the foot? Or I, I guess I can't say we because I don't wear a patch anymore. But are clubs shooting themselves in the foot for real positive growth with this drama? Or no. are clubs always going to attract dudes and, and numbers and, and shit like that? And, and it doesn't matter if you're fighting today, tomorrow or, or not. I worry that it's it's going to hurt the community more than it's going to do or accomplish anything else. But that's my, that's my opinion. I think that it's not going to harm the club because people who want to be part of that club are going to be part of that club. Sure. You know, you have what it takes to make it through their specific prospect or probate period and meet all the requirements and, and, and be accepted. You're going to be in that club. Um, I think that everybody has an idea of what could possibly go wrong right and this isn't a fucking you know monday to sunday thing you know do you think though the number of people seeking membership will go down huh do you think the number of people seeking membership will go down um yeah but i think it's going to be for the better i think it's going to be for those people that want the notoriety they want the sexiness of that fucking that legendary patch um I think those people are going to be slower to approach those, those kind of clubs. Um, but I think, I, I don't think it, it's going to help them weed out the, the people that don't belong anyways. But is it going to weed out the, okay, hang on. Is it going to weed out the, and again, I don't have, I'm not giving you my opinion. I'm just different aspects of it, different avenues to look at. Is it going to weed out people that just wanted a sexy historical patch or whatever? is it going to weed out people that were good brothers, but aren't willing, you know, I don't not to say aren't, aren't willing, but okay. Aren't they willing. They would prefer not to die for dumb shit. Um, and, um, and I don't want to, I don't want to trivialize what clubs that are having conflict are feeling. That's not my business at all. But I think, look, be honest with yourselves. Sometimes it's dumb shit. Uh, you know, and, and is it, is it increasingly dumb shit? Not my call to make, but somebody could say that. And so are you losing good people that would be good brothers because they don't want to take that chance? Fuck them. As a, as a hardcore club, then are you like, I fuck them anyway? Cause they, you know, a, a dumb reason or a legit reason. If you can't be in it, then, then fuck off. I get that point too. Um, or, and then the third part of that. So the three categories, are you going to attract more heavy hitters, dudes that want to be that, that head banging dude, because that's what's in the news and that's what they're seeing on social media and all that shit. Like, are you going to get more of those dudes who maybe their heart isn't in riding their heart isn't in late night beers with the brothers. Like their, their heart is in 
being a badass motherfucker and kicking as much ass as possible. Sure, you need some of those guys, but are you going to be bringing in just those guys? You know who I hope it attracts mostly? is motherfuckers that don't want conflict. That openly are like, hey, let's stop and think about this. Not like reaction. I want, I, I, I want, I hope that that's the kind of motherfucker that it attracts. Is the people that are willing to stop, take a minute, analyze the situation, and then make a plan moving forward. Regardless of what it is, I hope that that's the kind of person that it attracts. I don't want to see a bunch of fucking knuckle draggers that are just fucking like, nope, this dude's got a fucking blue motorcycle today, so I'm going to beat his ass. I don't, hotheads don't do good for anybody. I don't know. I mean, you need everything. You need a little bit of everything, but you can't have just that dude that wants no. to beat you up for the blue motorcycle. And you can't have just the dude that wants to stop and think everything through first. Yeah. Like you said, you have to have that good mix. Yeah. But at the end of the day, that's just our opinion. You know, if you want to fucking build a uh, club that's nothing but fucking MMA fighters with extremely severe PTSD from the war, fucking do it, man. I hope I, I wish you guys the best of luck. Just follow fucking tradition and protocol. That's all I ask. Right. And then even with that, you could tell me to go fuck myself. <laughs> it's, it's not it's not really going to affect my day at all. Um, I don't know, man. I just. Uh, I, I am kind of disheartened with some of the stuff that I've been seeing lately, but. All right. All right we're back. Are you back? I'm back. Oh, well, you never left. So, well, I was. I was you cut out on me for a minute. All right, good. So we didn't lose any of this. I was like, oh, man, if we lost this recording, I'm going to be so upset. <laughs> yeah, an hour's worth, right? And it's but, like good uh, stuff, too. It, it is disheartening to see what, what all is going on and shit. But at the end of the day, man, I'm sure that there's stuff that we don't know about. Yeah. That led up to certain situations, and it's none of our fucking business. What a hundred percent, a hundred percent agree. I think that there's, you know, just again reading the news articles. Again, just let's just say that the public information we have access to, reading the news articles, you know, I think sometimes there's a dude that needs his fucking ass beat, and I'm all for that. And 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 <laughs> and then it's like you know, okay, that's one. You know, like, yeah, man, that dude needs his ass beat. And then all of a sudden, I was like, well, he didn't. He, he got shot. You're like, oh, too far. Too far, <laughs> and, I, and I'm, I'm not trying to make a joke out of it, but it's like you know, it's that's the issue is is like how you just because in your mind it should only be a fist fight doesn't mean everybody is gonna feel the same way that you do, and, and they don't have to. But I'm just saying like that's the thing is like there's generally some people out there that need their ass kicked, and and you know are then it escalates because that person that got his ass kicked might come back with a gun and so maybe you need to be the first person with a gun i don't it know might not even be and might not even be the guy that got his ass beat might be one of his brothers yeah might be it might be somebody from an adjacent club that feels that they want to fucking prove their loyalty to the other club whatever i mean there's and, a million different scenarios and it's not and honestly it's 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 case by case and it's, it's not club specific i think that or I'm sorry, not clubs, but um, like motorcycle MC stuff only. Like there's people, again, because we have access to it on the internet, there's people that get fired and come back with a gun and, and, and shoot the place up. And the same shit happens in dentist office and unfortunately schools and, and motorcycle clubs are not this bubble where the normal everyday problems of society aren't going to bleed into motorcycle clubs. They, they absolutely will. And I will say though that while it is more 
prevalent than it has been in the, in the last few years. It's nowhere near the totality or the entire body of motorcycle clubs. There's still far more good than the bullshit, but the bullshit is always going to take center stage. It's like when people talk about politics and they say, well, the silent majority is outshouted by the violent minority. I agree with that. Whatever your stance is, that's absolutely true. And the same thing is now with, with clubs. That violent minority portion that happens is what people are going to focus on. Yeah. And that's and that's just a, a sad truth. And this podcast isn't going to get you to put your differences aside and break bread. I'd I don't ask you. I would never ask clubs to do that because who the who the fuck are you? Like I don't even have legislative power to change motorcycle laws, so it's not even like I'm out there campaigning for shit that you should listen to me. It's just another. I vote for Gangbang Dave. Just to be clear, it's it's um try this bullshit again, Dave. Is it's yeah try this bullshit again, Dave. But I'm just saying I would move to Wisconsin and register to vote for Gangbang Dave. Yeah, and 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 hopefully that this platform can just be. A fucking think tank and you can get in the comments and uh, please don't call us faggots because then youtube will censor us i probably shouldn't have even said that example because youtube will censor us uh but you know get in the comments and and this is a think tank like you know what do you see what do you you know don't don't be like well, club a and b in my neighborhood <laughs> but yeah, you know, you, <laughs> yeah yeah like t- how do you feel like if you're in a club like you know is this something that you consider is this something that affects your day-to-day is this do you have a solution if you have a solution put it somewhere put it on the four for the road page put it on your ig put it in the comment section on our youtube put it somewhere so people can people can field test this theory that you have uh on, on how to solve the world's problems hey 100 man and uh i'm gonna i'm gonna pick up for dave here so we're uh we're at about an hour right now and uh but but seriously though if you do have like th- this is an open discussion piece so if you guys got something to say uh, out in listener land, fucking hit us up. Uh, I'm pretty horrible res- with responding to the YouTube comments, but luckily for me, there's not a whole lot anyway. Um, it's because so- we don't do video. I feel like if we did video like Jace does when he does a podcast or like, you know, had videos of us riding like, like two land life does our membership on YouTube, our, our interactions, our subscribership, our, or comments would be more than the page, more than four for the road, Instagram, more than four for the road, Facebook. I really believe that that would be our largest platform, but I can be writing and take a picture of myself. And that's totally fine. I cannot bring to the platform club writing because I don't have the permission of everybody in that fucking club to do that. And, and so the only thing that we're ever able to really use for the most part, with some exceptions is like historic shit or shit that's old or already happened. Like we're just us. I can't bring you in the moment club stuff because you literally, if you're going to do it the right way, should have the permission of fucking everybody. And it's just not realistic for, for the type of shit that, that we're, that we do. So, yeah. You know, I mean, if also, if we're going to start doing like YouTube lives and stuff like that, uh, I need to lose a couple pounds. Right. Right. Yeah. So, I mean, we can, like described to you what I'm wearing. Like, yeah, it's nothing, by the way. He's, <laughs> he's absolutely not a fan. So, he's, yeah, he's, the whole point of this fans after this episode, the, the whole point of this podcast was just, like I said, a think piece that you know what, 
rather than ignoring the elephant in the room, let's talk about it. Violence is, is increasing. Uh, that's a fact. It's unfortunate fact. It is not the entire body of work that the motorcycle culture is putting out there, fact. But what are some discussions around it? And in 2021, with technology being what it is, every, how many fights are on film now? I, I can't. I've seen, I've seen club shootings on film within the last two months. I've seen club fights on film within the last, what, two weeks. Um, yeah. And if it's not on someone's cell phone, video cameras are everywhere. And then somebody yeah. runs a freedom – Somebody runs a request to get that from the investigation, and then that gets published. Uh, so this is all stuff that's, that's publicly out there. Let's instead of ignoring it, let's have a, a proper discussion on it. Where you know, we're, like I said, not using names, not using business. Uh, you know, we did use one very common, prevalent name of a guy that's making the rounds. But again, it we in a few cases we gave you our opinions, but for the most part. I tried to say stuff that maybe I don't even necessarily agree with stuff that I think is stupid personally, but I want to say it so that you can have, Oh yeah, I didn't think about that. And let me, let me put that in there too. It's because Ken doesn't have the right answer. I don't have the right answer. Probably nobody does, but it's at least something worth having a respectful conversation about because there's very few of you that I want to see dead. A couple, but but very few. Um, and, and you know, I feel bad. You know, maybe take that joke out. I don't know. Or you can leave it. I don't know. I feel bad because no, some people have le- some people have legitimately lost brothers to this, and I would in no way want to minimize that by making a joke. But it, it's it's my heart goes out to them because you can't bring that brother back, and and I would hate to see guys losing brothers that they love because i have brothers that i love and and to, to lose one of them in a in any way would just be devastating and and you know what? we're not going to solve this shit tomorrow ken and i aren't going to solve this shit but maybe somebody else can yeah. maybe so you got any you got any uh was it was that your closing thoughts you got any you got any last fuck yous you want to get out or i feel like that was like that remember you might be too young because you're younger than i am but uh, Jerry Springer at the end, like everybody was done, like chucking chairs and choking shit and clan members and midget strippers. Like when all of that was done, he like sat in like a random chair with a spotlight on him on stage and like gave this deep intellectual thought about like loving yeah. other human beings. And I'm like, bro, you just had a clan member chuck a black midget. Like, what are you talking about? Yeah, you you lost all credibility <laughs> right after the show started. He's so. like spotlighted <laughs> in this chair, like giving this really deep thought. Uh, I was like, all right, bro, whatever. Yeah, man. So that's all I got. Uh, I guess you got to do the shout out to our great sponsor. Uh, our sponsor is pretty fucking awesome. Uh, Dude, um, down in Leesburg, Florida. Yeah, and they just gave away free beer at the at the uh, uh, was it uh, Biketoberfest? Yeah. Yeah, they just gave away free beer. So hopefully they have that same thing going on for Daytona because I know Ken and I will try to be out there for, for Daytona um, in March. So if they listen. What? It'll be my last one. Yeah. So if they listen, um, just planting the seed now, free beer is a phenomenal idea, and I really hope that they have round two of that. Yes, and don't ever expect that at my house because <laughs> I'm Maybe they can be like, call. Is there a way that we can like, hey, um, we'll sponsor you this time this year and call it the four for the road, like free beer, something or another? I think we, we got time. We'll figure something out. We'll figure it out. We'll call it the four free beers. And then everybody's like, let me get my four free beers. And they're like, it's <laughs> oh, ounces. Oh, <laughs> but, in, 
and you can only drink it on the road. It like comes in a little four ounce sippy cup, and you like drink it while you drive. I don't know. Like, I'm, like, I'm promoting drinking and driving. I'm like, but it's cool, officer. It's four ounces. Okay, it's a whole joke. Don't worry. It's not illegal. Don't worry. It's about not it. drinking and driving, man. It's sipping yeah. and cruising. <laughs> uh, but hey, I do have one thing I want to talk about before we get out of here. Uh, and that is the fundraiser that I'm doing with BlackSalesSupply.com. Um, 100% of the orders are contributing to buying six underprivileged families uh, bicycles for the children this year for Christmas. Uh, it's running from the beginning of October to the end of November on Black Friday. So there are donation cards that you can buy there where 100% of that will go to the fundraiser. All the orders, 75% of the profit goes towards uh, purchasing these bicycles. And that includes shipping, handling, everything, right? That is getting them to the families off rip, right? So help me out. I know I got a tall order of six bikes. It's a lot, but help me out. I'm trying to buy quality fucking bikes here. I'm trying to like mongoose level quality bikes. And hey, what happened, to my, what happened to my helmet? You, hey, fuck you. You told me that I could take the $15 that I raised for you and put it towards this. So that's yeah, what I'm doing. Yeah. Get a mon. You could probably get a mon. I don't know if it'll get you a whole goose, but you can at least get a mon with my money. <laughs> well, hey, I'm 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 looking at uh between here. So that that's that's the only stipulation is that it does have to be in the lower 48. Uh, because shipping is dumb trying to get it to Alaska or Hawaii. Um, so I did it from shipping from I think I did all four corners uh, and the average was about $45 for shipping uh, because of the weight. Uh, so that was lame, but I'm also sure that it might, might be a little cheaper when it comes time to it. Cause I'm going to try to buy them on black or cyber Monday. Right. So yeah, you're not allowed to say, you're not allowed to say black Friday. You're white. Okay. I'm, I apologize. Yeah. I, didn't, I, I mean, I, I, was, uh, I didn't. Yeah. yeah our boy, <laughs> Our boy but had fucking bicycles for these poor kids, man. It's fucking no awesome. Cam. Cam just hit me up and said you can't say Black Friday. Cam hit you up and said I can't say Black Friday. Yeah, but he doesn't really live in California either. He he lives in the fucking Bay, and that's not really California. You live in Lower Oregon, goddamn. All right, so yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna text him and let him know that at one hour and like 13 minutes he gets a shout out. Um, uh, tell tell us a little before that. I gotta take some stuff out first, but yeah. You gotta edit. You're gonna edit this episode. I gotta, yeah, because uh, we had that thing where we gotta run past tragic, make sure it's okay. We said, nah, he's fine. We'll just leave it. Okay, never mind then. <laughs> yeah, because I mean, I feel like I feel like I, I feel like I, I started to go down a path where I was not gonna say it correctly and it was gonna like be bad, but then I feel like I, I brought the shit back and I was like, you know what? No, what I mean is when you put alphas together, like they're always gonna butt heads, and I think he's got a good point with that. I think that there's always gonna be big dick energy conflict. Is that BD? B D was that B D E C? Hmm. <laughs> oh, I just had an idea. All right, cool. So that's probably going to be on the website soon. Uh, <laughs> be like in knuckles, but yeah, yeah, yeah. But anyways, yeah, dude. Thanks so much for fucking hitting me up, man. I was uh, not gonna lie, gonna was kind of nervous. We went two weeks without an episode. No, it's only been like a week since you posted one. Huh? It's only been like a week since you posted one. It hasn't. I yeah, I think so. Well, I mean, because, yeah, you might have recorded it two weeks ago, but then by the time it got posted up, I think it's only been a week. Wow. Whew. But uh, All right. we're only a few days. We got to do uh, soon, though. I'm hoping in a few weeks we'll do a Mama Tried one with uh, 
so some of the guys that I, that we know, like uh, Josh and Mercenary, they're going to be going to to Mama Tried. So I'd like to get them on. And then I've really been sweet talking Outcast Culture. Uh, I sent them a lot of picks in my butthole, trying to get Ooh, them yeah. to come on. Uh, I, I said I'm trying to get them before Jace. So, <laughs> but uh, I don't know if the, if the if the butthole picks are sealing the deal or is the reason why they haven't been on yet. Uh, but we're still trying. We are. We're gonna get. We're gonna get some cool shit lined up. I mean, we've been talking about what we uh, what we're gonna try to get in a couple months, and I think if we're able to land all that, it's gonna be pretty fucking rad. So once again, um, the media sucks. We're trying to get some cool shit for you guys in the future to listen to, and we're we're debating uh, whether or not I can actually stick to a gym routine to lose a couple pounds to do some videos for you guys. We're not debating that. And uh, no, I'm debating that. Oh, okay. Uh, <laughs> me and my six personalities. Um, and we're, we're doing a fundraiser to buy poor kids bicycles. Um, but apparently not, but apparently not me a helmet. So whatever. Yeah. Um, but don't worry. I took screenshots of this motherfucker telling me donate the $15 that I raised so far to this, uh, to my bicycles. So there you go. Uh, thank you guys so much. Don't, don't forget, go to black sales supply. It's S A I L S supply.com to help me out with that Dave, Thank you so much. And then right, uh, I'll see you later. We'll, we'll take it easy, man. Uh, man I'm, hey, if I leave the studio now, it's not going to shit this fucking podcast out, is it? It'll save it? No, because I'm fucking stupid, and I'm leaving this in there. Because I'm stupid, uh, I've, there's a setting that I can change that I did. So if you leave the studio, I'm, I'm fine. All right, good. All right, I'm leaving then. <laughs>